Welcome to our opinion. This is Saratova Best, Parshas Eskanon. We just finished Tisha B'Av, and we're on to infinity. So here's the question. What do you get from being in an energy of infinity? Infinity means it goes forever. And even when it goes forever, you know what goes forever means? It means after the regular span of time that everything is supposed to last, it just keeps on going. And it just goes and goes and goes and goes forever. That's one thing. Like, time is supposed to end at a certain amount of time. And with infinity, it just goes forever. It never ends. But what about as it's just, you know, in the regular time span? So what's it doing then? You know, if something is infinite, goes forever, um, when one finite, one of them stops, the other one keeps on going, that's how you know it's infinite. But what if, Excuse me, what about both of them when they're just starting? They both look like they're just going in a regular way. So the difference between the finite one and the infinite one, I know this sounds very cryptic, but the difference between the finite and the infinite one is the infinite one can become anything, anywhere, anytime. There are no limitations. The way it is, before it goes forever, its quality is totally different because it has no limitations. Now, let's apply that to us. We are going to be infinite. We're going to live forever. in you might Mashiach. So there will be a point after 120 when normally people would leave the world and go to Gan Eden. But in Yemais Mashiach, that's not going to happen. We're just going to be here forever. Okay. But that's one part of it. The other thing is that how we are here and now will be totally different because no limitations. The one thing we're used to in life that we think is written in stone is the way it is, is there are always limitations. I know when I grew up, um, right, my family told me, you know, if I would see if if they would want to buy me shoes, and I said, no, I don't like those shoes, and I don't like those, and I don't like those, and I don't like those. And so I was told the following, what you want, no such animal was created. Right? Many kids grew up that way, being told, what you want, it doesn't exist. Give it up and, and settle for something more, more, you know, cookie cutter. You know, whether it's a, a spouse or lahabdil, a pair of shoes. Many children were told, what you want just doesn't exist. It's outside of, you know, just give it up and settle for something more reasonable. One is infinite, the other one is finite. Okay, so the quality of life in Yemais Mashiach is going to be infinite, including what you want, no such thing was created. Oh, no. You can co-create it with your thoughts, etc. It's responsive to you and your thoughts and your desires. Totally different world. The whole frequency on which the world is going to operate in Yemaisa Mashiach is in an infinite frequency. So guess what? Perfect Parsha. Because now we're starting Shiva de Nechemka, these seven weeks of, of, of Nechama after the destruction of the base of Mezish, because it starts Gullah and you need a big Nechama. So really, normally a, a Haftira will reflect the Parsha. But in these seven weeks, the Haftira reflects something different. It's a conversation between us and Hashem, Hashem and um, 
you know, Hashem and the Yidden, etc. And it goes back week after week. Hashem says, you know, we say we want to be comforted, and Hashem says, I'll send you my agents. You say, no, we only want you, and he's, nachmu, nachmu, and etc. It's a back and forth conversation, and Hashem says, nachmu, nachmu, ami. He is comforting us in these weeks. And it's a double nechama for the first base and the addition the second. So, and of course, it all has to do with, you know, my Shabbat is going to dare as well. So, um, so here's the question. Um, why do we need this double nechama? Hashem, you know, says, okay, I'm comforting you. One, it's okay to say at one time, nach mu'ami, my, my nation, I'm comforting you. But there's something about this double word. Double words, double letters, is an energy of infinity. There we go. We're back to infinity. The, in fact, it shows on Geula. There are five letters that are letters of Geula. Chaf, Lech Lecha, Mem, Marbel Nisra, Nun, well, Nun is also connected to his Hispanus, Pei, Pakat, Pakadati, Yitzadik, Semach, Damachti, all these five letters are double. And, of course, the thing about Lech Lecha and, and all of that, um, and Nachmu Nachmu, oh, and then there's the Nun, sorry, Nun is Nachmu Nachmu Ami. There we go. The difference between all these double letters, Tamach Tamachti, Pakad Pakadati, it's two similar words, like Pakad and then Pakadati. They're kind of connected, but it's not the same word. When it comes to Nachmu Nachmu, Ami, it's the same word twice. Nachmu, Nachmu, said the same word twice. Which means there's something about the infinity and the geula that's embedded in this expression. Nachmu, Nachmu. Because double goes on infinity and geula. So this is a real double. Like you say the word twice. You say the word and then you say it again. So this is a real, real authentic Infinite, you know, infinity through the double letter and ge'ula through the double letter. It, it follows all the, the rules of, you know, no deviations. So, um, so let's look here. Um, so why does the nun get to be the letter that gets the real energy of Nachmu Nachmu, double, you know, infinity, Gula, how come? What do you mean? What's the story? What's the conversation about? What do you mean? The base of music is destroyed. The very core of everything that's truth and the essence of for us is destroyed. How's Hashem going to patch that one up? That one you don't patch up with some little technique. Which is why also we said, Hashem, you're going to send somebody else to kind of, you know, patch it up for us, for you. It's not going to work. Please come yourself. Only you yourself can fix this one. <laughs> you destroyed the base of Migdash. There isn't anyone skilled enough, wise enough, deep enough, to fix this one for, for you. Hashem, you broke it, you fix it, please. And Hashem says, right. You're right. So he comes himself. 
And the only way that he can actually patch it up for us, this Corbin, this destruction, this darkness, is by, what can he say? You know, it was for a good cause. Mm, thanks, but no thanks. You know, it was really only externally. Oh, thanks. You know, I really still love you. And God, uh, you know, and all the, all the, all the excuses we're saying, Hashem, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, very bored. Mm-hmm. Doesn't do it for me. Doesn't do it. So what would you like? Ask Hashem. What would we like? We would like the base of Migdash back. And Hashem is saying, let's do better. Obviously, to give you back the base of Migdash, we don't go backwards in life. To give you back the base of Migdash, there was there was something lacking in both the first one and the second one. If not, it couldn't have been destroyed. There was obviously a weakness in it because you couldn't have, I couldn't have gotten rid of it if there were, if it was eternal. I mean, isn't the base of Migdash designed to be eternal? It's so grounded in the world that it's totally eternal. It can't be destroyed. So why would you want to go back? Let's go forward to the real, real base of Migdash. Not the, not the appetizer, the real, real one, the third base of Migdash that has them by the both. Because the first base of Middash came from, from me, from Hashem, and it was very high revelation. But you guys didn't earn it totally. It wasn't totally grounded in the world. Second base of Middash, you guys built, was more grounded in the world, but it lacked that high revelation. What should we do? Which one do you want back? Neither one was that good. Ah. What if we create a third one together? We co-create a third base of Migdash that has the advantages of both. All my highest revelations pumped into it, so to speak, and you totally earn it. I'm like, yeah, 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 that's good. Will this comfort you for the loss of the second one and the first one? Okay, yeah, guess so, guess so. Yeah. And in fact, as Hashem, really... Was the destruction of the base of Migdash real destruction, or was it really just, was it clearing the site to build the third? Um, okay, all right, we see your point, Hashem. You were clearing, clearing the area to build the third one. So it's all happening simultaneously. And what's the real advantage of the third base of Migdash? Well, it lasts forever. The problem that you're complaining about, that this one was destroyed, is never going to happen again. The third one will last forever. Because it will be totally grounded in the world, and it will have all the highest revelations, and that's the recipe for an eternal and amazing Beis HaMikdash. So, Nachmu Nachma'ami, that's how I'm comforting you. I'm now offering you the real thing. So, so, by the way, what does this all have to do with Parshat Va'eschanan? You know, in Parshat Va'eschanan, really, Maishu Rabbein is begging to go into Eretz Yisrael, etc. And it's also talking about the first Luchos, we're talking about the first Luchos and the second Luchos, etc. So one of the things about 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 the third base of Midrash, etc., down here, 
And the way that we will have a relationship with Hashem is what's called a Yichud Nisla. And by the way, that Yichud Nisla, this wondrous union, what do you think it'll feel like? Well, we get to kind of sample it now when we learn Tyra. Because when we learn Tyra, when you learn Taira deeply, your mind grasps the idea, grabs onto the idea, and it surrounds, and the idea kind of wraps itself around your mind. Great. Well, that's good for cleaning up my mind. The idea in Tyra wraps itself around your mind. So your mind becomes a whole different, higher frequency of mind. And and your mind and your intellect becomes enclosed in it. This is in the learning of Tara Chodesh and So when Maisha Rabbeinu, so that's a taste of what's going to be in your Maisha Mashiach, that wondrous unity. Not only your mind, but your whole being is kind of wrapped around with Hashem. And you feel totally different, and you are totally different. So, um, okay. So, essentially, in Parshat Ve'eskanan, this begging to go into Eretz Yisrael, it's all one package. Rebbeis going into Eretz Yisrael this wondrous union with Hashem, us experiencing the only thing that really could ever satisfy us, which is that union with Hashem. All of this is kind of being requested in Parshat Eschanan. And it's fulfilled. Not at the moment, but essentially it opens up the way. Parshat Eschanan emphasizes going to the land of Israel fully. It wasn't, it wasn't at, through Maishra Bingo at that moment, because then it would have been too much from above and we needed to do it through Yahushua and Ernest. What we're talking about is Parshas Va'eskanan opening up, not just the third base of Mizish, not op- just opening up the way to the third base of Mizish, opening up the way for the, the place where the third base of Mizish is going to be. We're going to go into Eretz Yisrael forever in a complete way without all the problems that normally would be there. So when it comes to Shabbos Nachmu, Shabbos of the Eskenon, etc., we're already preparing ourselves. Now, we're, we'll probably be in the 15th of Av. 15th of Av is a day of great Geula. The moon, the sun, the moon and the sun... Are, are become, you know, there's a visible, a whole thing. And the birth of Mashiach that happened on Tishabov becomes revealed. We'll speak about that in another, in another audio because it's too many thoughts piled into one. And so we're just going to end with this. The Hirala Misa. And here the Rebbe says, this is the year that Mashiach stands on top of the base of Mid- the rooftop of the base of Migdash, etc. And that was the year of Shnas Neflaos. Neflaos, 
that we're talking about nephros, everyone in a way is pella, together with the pella before it and the pella after it, which is very interesting. We're in the decade of pella. Tafshin, pay, aleph, pay, base, pay, going to pay, gimel. We're in that time period as pella, wonder. It's incredible energy of, that you wonder about, you're like, wow, what is that? Because it's so above your regular frequency, and yet, wow, it just, it, it's the real place. So, what are we here to do? Um, we're here to taste what it's going to be like. And so what we need to do is the following. Gather together. We want to taste the infinity of Geula by adding in Teremitzas in a way of higher delimitation. We want to taste infinity. And it's the Parsha to taste infinity. And it's the part the Haftarah to taste infinity. It's the moment to taste infinity because infinity is bring, being brought into the world after, after Tishba, through Nachmu, Nachmu, Ami. And so one of the ways we do it is learning about the Geula. Because remember, we said your mind becomes in, in, wrapped up with that energy. So, and learning this really is best when it's done in groups. And especially, let's say, when we get together on Shabbos and we learn in groups and we learn um, Perkei Avos, etc. And here, really, there's an end with look at three things. And it's the whole Mishnah that I'll explain in a different video, this different audio. Look at three things. But we know one thing. What's the three? The third day Samigdash. It becomes, when it becomes the focal point, it opens up the way for us to raise ourselves up to that frequency at which we have the comfort the ultimate comfort that we need. We want to be comforted. It requires some effort on our part because this is the third ga'ula, the ga'ula of the third base of English is from above and from below. That means we do work, Hashem does work. We do it together. And we reach, and through that we can reach that third frequency. One and two is three that third frequency of the third day Samidish and usher it in for the entire world. In the next audio, we'll speak about what the concept of three is. But suffice it to say here that we're, we're give, we'll give each other a bracha and the whole world a bracha to reach up, to pull down the gifts that are being offered to us. Nachmu, nachmu, ami. Hashem is saying, I am comforting you with the one and only gift that can really do the job, the third base of Mizish, which will change your lives and change the world forever to a world that will solve all the problems for you. And may we reach that moment, reach up, find the strength within ourselves to reach up. And Hashem is saying, it's relatively easy. Learn about Geula, and that already will propel you upward so that it doesn't feel like an impossible stretch, but it puts you on a footing where 
Yeah, that seems doable. Surround your mind with the concepts of Gaula, and it puts you on a different footing, and the next step and the next and the next becomes totally doable. So we may, may we find ourselves with this next one step in the third base of the in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema immediately now.